Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 3. Lord, I have so many enemies. So many are standing against me. So many are talking about me. Even God won't help him. But you, Lord, are my shield. You are my glory. You are the one who restores me. I cry out loud to the Lord, and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down, sleep, and wake up, because the Lord helps me. I won't be afraid of thousands of people surrounding me on all sides. Stand up, Lord. Save me, my God. In fact, hit all my enemies on the jaw. Shatter the teeth of the wicked. Rescue comes from the Lord. May your blessing be on your people. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Genesis, chapter 21, verses 8 through 21. The boy grew up and stopped nursing. On the day he stopped nursing, Abraham prepared a a huge banquet. Sarah saw Hagar's son laughing, the one Hagar the Egyptian had born to Abraham. So she said to Abraham, send this servant away with her son. This servant's son won't share the inheritance with my son Isaac. This upset Abraham terribly because the boy was his son. God said to Abraham, Don't be upset about the boy and your servant. Do everything Sarah tells you to do because your descendants will be traced through Isaac. But I will make of your servant's son a great nation too, because he is also your descendant. Abraham got up early in the morning, took some bread and a flask of water, and gave it to Hagar. He put the boy on her shoulder sling and sent her away. She she left and wandered through the desert near Beersheba. Finally, the water in the flask ran out, and she put the boy down under one of the desert shrubs. She walked away from him about as far as a bow shot and sat down, telling herself, I can't bear to see the boy die. She sat at at a distance, cried out in grief, and wept. God heard the boy's cries, and God's messenger called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, Hagar, what's wrong? Don't be afraid, God has heard the boy's cries over there. Get up, pick up the boy, and take him by the hand, because I will make of him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well. She went over, filled the water flask, and gave the boy a drink. God remained with the boy. He grew up, lived in the desert, and became an expert archer. He lived in the Paran Desert, and his mother found him an Egyptian wife. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 24, verse 24, through chapter 25, verse 12. After several days, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, and summoned Paul. He listened to him talk about faith in Christ Jesus. When he spoke about upright behavior, self-control, and the coming judgment, Felix became fearful and said, Go away from me for now. When I have time, I'll send for you. At the same time, he was hoping that Paul would offer him some money, so he often sent for him and talked with him. When two years had passed, Felix was succeeded by Portius Festus. Since Felix wanted to grant a favor to the Jews, he left Paul in prison. Three days after arriving in the province, Festus went up to Jerusalem from Caesarea. The chief priests and Jewish leaders presented their case against Paul. Appealing to him, they asked as a favor from Festus that he summon Paul to Jerusalem. They were planning to ambush and kill him along the way. But Festus responded by keeping Paul in Caesarea, 
since he was to return there very soon himself. Some of your leaders can come down with me, he said. If he's done anything wrong, they can bring charges against him. He stayed with them for no more than eight or ten days, then went down to Caesarea. The following day, he took a seat in the court and ordered that Paul be brought in. When he arrived, many Jews who had come down from Jerusalem surrounded him. They brought serious charges against him, but they couldn't prove them. In his own defense, Paul said, I've done nothing wrong against the Jewish law, against the temple, or against Caesar. Festus, wanting to put the Jews in his debt, asked Paul, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem to stand trial before me concerning these things? Paul replied, I'm standing before Caesar's court. I ought to be tried here. I have done nothing wrong to the Jews, as you well know. If I'm guilty and have done something that deserves death, then I won't try to avoid death. But if there is nothing to their accusations against me, no one has the authority to hand me over to them. I appeal to Caesar. After Festus conferred with his advisors, he responded, You have appealed to Caesar. To Caesar you will go. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, verses 1 through 15. Soon afterward, Jesus traveled through the cities and villages, preaching and proclaiming the good news of God's kingdom. The twelve were with him, along with some women who had been healed of evil spirits and sicknesses. Among them were Mary Magdalene, from whom seven demons had been thrown out, Joanna, the wife of Herod's servant Chuzah, Susanna, and many others who approved for them provided for them out of their resources. When a great crowd was gathering, and people were coming to Jesus from one city after another, he spoke to them in a parable. A farmer went out to scatter his seed. As he was scattering it, some fell on the path where it was crushed, and the birds in the sky came and ate it. Other seed fell on rock. As it grew, it dried up because it had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorny plants. The thorns grew with the plants and choked them. Still other seed landed on good soil. When it grew, it produced 100 times more grain than was scattered. As he said this, he called out, Everyone who has ears should pay attention. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, You have been given the mysteries of God's kingdom, but those mysteries come to everyone in parables so that when they see, they can't see and when they hear, they can't understand. The parable means this. The seed is God's word. The seed on the path are those who hear, but then the devil comes and steals the word from their hearts so that they won't believe and be saved. The seed on the rock are those who receive the word joyfully when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but fall away when they are tempted. As for the seed that falls among the thorny plants, those are the ones who, as they go about their lives, are choked by the concerns, riches, and pleasures of life, and their fruit never matures. The seed that fell on good soil are those who hear the word and commit themselves to it with a good and upright heart. Through their resolve, they bear fruit.
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, 
the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 141. My eyes are on you, my Lord God. I take refuge in you, don't let me die. Protect me from the trap they've set for me. Protect me from the snares of the evildoers. Let the wicked fall into their own nets altogether. But let me make it through safely. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you back here on Monday. Or if you'd like to join us, we have an online worship opportunity this Sunday at 1045 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. There's a link in the description. Whenever we see you next, we'll see you. Have a wonderful weekend. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Lord, I Run to You, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.